Hammerdown Racing Report. And now your hosts, Scott Hammer, Ron Miller, and Jerry Keezer. Welcome, race fans, to the Hammerdown Racing Report for Thursday, January 13th. One day away from uh, a possible Friday the 13th. Oh, that was close. It was. Coming at you live from the Ron Miller Race Car Studio, it's a Hammerdown Racing Report presented by Oakshade Raceway, show number 213. Coming at you uh, live on uh, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. Make sure to follow us on uh, Twitter at Hammer Report. Follow us on YouTube. Of course, you can also listen to us on demand on your favorite podcasting platform, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, whatever. Or just do a Google search at Hammerdown Racing Report, and you'll find some couple uh, hundred podcast platforms you've never heard of that we're on. I, it just I don't. It just kind of propagates everywhere. It's weird. Uh, tonight on the show, we got a good one for you. We have, uh, before I get a text, let's get that going there. Uh, we have Creed Kemenal with us. We're talking to him. And we didn't promote this. Harold Kemenal will be joining us as well. An added bonus. Flake? Huh? Flake. Flake. Yes. What was that? Flaky, Flaky Jake? Flaky Jake, yep. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll talk more about that. Uh, we'll have some Chili Bowl coverage. Uh, a porn star coming to NASCAR? Question Ooh. mark. Talk about that. And uh, Ryan Weekman is back with the uh, weekend weather pit stop for uh, forecast for Saturday. Hangover race at Sandusky Speedway. It's going to be one of the coldest um, weekend weather pit stops that we've uh, ever had, I think. so. Um, John Young's back on board with uh, a couple of grandstand tickets for the hangover oh, race. Well, good. How, how does he want to give them away? Because the hashtag thing doesn't work for me. Oh, well. Um, You'll have to think about that. Get back to me, John. Coming up also later, we'll be giving away some Big D's pizza uh, with uh, the how many. We've got a new how many coming up uh, for tonight. We're going to give some away from uh, the last how many, as a matter of fact. Do we have was... a tie for uh, last week's how many? Mm-mm. No? Okay. No, we could do the wheel of names, though, if we want for the uh, for, John's for, for John's thing. Yeah. Uh. Just tell him to uh, put a list of all the names. <laughs> Or actually, we should have him just join us, and he can share his screen and do that whole thing. Yeah. We'll talk about that later. Anyways, Oakshade Raceway, we're the fastest meet to race. Our presenting sponsor, uh, racing every Saturday night during race season. Make sure to follow him on uh, social media or visit oakshaderaceway.com. Of course, Summer Nationals, uh, the only date so far we have in the schedule that we know of for sure, uh, coming up on July 16th. Um, and I believe uh, if we stick by things in the past, the uh, final Saturday in April will be opening night. That's unofficial. At that, that's on, but if history has history any, repeats itself yeah. in the twenty plus years that I've been there, that's probably going to be the case. Yeah, I'm thinking. Uh, contact Freeze Frame Photos for all your racing photo needs, from action shots to victory lane. They have all your favorite drivers. They also do special photo shoots. Now might be the time of uh, year if you're a race car driver to get those photo shoots scheduled while your car's looking good. Once you get it together and get this, get it all stickered up. Granted, that's probably going to be the night before the first right. opening night wherever you're racing. But maybe get that scheduled now while your car's looking good before you get the, the tire marks, the crinkles, the bent-up sheet metal. And then you can order a calendar at the end of the year. Yeah. You could probably order one the beginning of the year if you want. I wonder if he could do a 2023 calendar yet. Well, I know I he's know. got the 2022s. Uh, give uh, Charlie a call, 419-476-9978. Also, uh, thanks again to Big D's Pizza, Ryan Miller Race Cars, Dipman Motorsports, also uh, sponsoring tonight's I believe program. Charlie will be at the hangover race shooting, really? too. So. I thought it would be cold, too cold for him. I don't uh, think he does that. 
I think he's been there before when yeah. it's chilly. Maybe not when it's raining, but. All right. Uh, John says, uh, hashtag 15Y. So I guess if you want to uh, get in, have a chance to win two general admission uh, tickets for the hangover race on Saturday, type in hashtag 15Y, and we'll see if that works. I don't think it's going to work, but we'll, we'll try the, the contesting thing, and if it doesn't, we'll use the uh, wheel of names again. We'll just make uh, one of you guys talk for a while while I type in all those names. In the you meantime, should, you should have gotten a hold of those guys from the other podcast, and it's, it's, it's nothing. It's not them. It's something with the the Streamyard with all our right. account for some reason. It just doesn't work right. But they use Streamyard. I know they do. That's why I said it's something Some, that's ours. Something's, something's weird. The Sandusky guys. They know what they're doing. <laughs> I think I know what I'm doing, but I don't know. Oh Ron, gosh. I'm, Chris Mize is in the house, too. Oh, boy. So. Well, he's already got the 15Y. Maybe we'll just have Chris Mize do it. Uh, let's bring in our guest, uh, Creed Kemenaw. I believe he's 15 now. We, we can ask him. 15 now? Didn't you have a birthday in November? If I saw that November right. 24th, yeah. All right. 15-year-old racer. Just made your uh, sprint car debut last fall. Uh, he raced a couple races there in the 305s. And um, coming from uh, from the, uh, the micro sprints? Yes, sir. We had a... Uh... I think six years overall in micros, so that was definitely a big part of starting out. Now, was your grandfather involved in, uh, you know, in your uh, micro sprint racing as well? My grandpa Hampshire was more okay. of than my grandpa coming on. He obviously helped out a little bit, you know, tried to get sponsors here and there. But well, he gave you the name that got that's got to yeah. get some sponsors yeah. all by <laughs> he itself. Gave the name. Yeah, but yeah, for a while, my dad would be running all-star so it was just me my mom and my grandpa so that was pretty cool yeah now is is uh grandpa involved with next year's program which one the three <laughs> which one either one pick take your pick your grandpa kamenaw both of them are yeah oh, okay yeah my grandpa kamenaw he wants to wants to help us out maybe get us some sponsorship you know and he's always just emotional support very good. We're going to stick with the, the 15K. Are we going to see the 3X come back? Or I, I don't know if I can move off the 15K. It's always been my number. Oh, just love the 15K. Let's, uh, let's, before we uh, get uh, Harold on, on the phone here, uh, give us a, a little bit of background how you got into uh, racing. I mean, obviously, with the name Kemenaw, there's probably no doubt you were going to get into racing, but uh, how'd you get started in, in the micro sprints? Oh, I actually didn't start in micros. I started in quarter midgets for okay. about a year and a half. And then I got through those and um, we just wanted to try something dirt, obviously, because quarter midgets are pretty much pavement. But we went to a junior sprint, which is like kind of like a step up from a quarter midget, but it has wings on it. It doesn't, doesn't have a nose wing, which I always thought was weird. But we ran a year of that and then uh, went to a restrictor micro. The restrictor is... I would say the beginner class of micros and then there's the A class, which is like the intermediate class it has all your adults and like your younger kids that are like too old to be in restrictor. And then the outlaw, which is like the premier class. And I went through those ranks over six years, I think three in restrictor two in, um, two in a class or one in a class maybe. And then two in outlaw. I don't know. Did you uh, notice a big difference in horsepower between the restrictor and the uh, open class? Yeah, that was that was definitely the biggest jump. I didn't really think that there was too much of a difference from the open class or the A class to uh, the outlaw class, which is like the 
cream of the crop guys, right. I guess. But um, yeah, when I when I first took the plates out of the engine and went for the open class, that was like that was definitely the biggest jump. It was an eye opener. Yeah, yeah, push push my head going sideways down <laughs> through the corner. So what what kind of success did you have uh, in the the micro sprints and in leading up to it? Um. I thought I was pretty good in a quarter midget. Um, we we won quite a bit. I don't I don't know if I lost the rookie races. Like we ran rookie for like half a year. There's a red rookie and then there's a blue rookie. The red one is like your first ever time racing. So then after you figure out how to run the car a little bit, then you go to a blue rookie, which is like the less red rookie. I don't I don't really know how to explain it. But, and that's um, the color of the restrictor plates, right? The blue plate I, is yeah, the, I the, the blue is just a little bit bigger plate. Yeah. Yeah. Allows more horsepower to the engine. Right. Red rookie's a bit faster, but I don't know. I was I was like ten, so I didn't really I didn't really think too far into that stuff. But yeah, I was I was really good in the the rookie stuff. And then we got up into the junior Honda, which is like it's, I think it's the same as the blue rookie restrictor plate, but it's like the kids have been racing, like they know what they're doing. And that was a jump. That was that was something big. Racing next to a kid that only raced five times, and I'd only raced five times probably, and then a kid that's been in junior Honda for three years. And then there's the animal classes, which are a little bit faster. But, yeah, the quarter were just a lot of fun. Taught you the basics of racing. Did you race uh, at Toledo very much? Yeah, that was actually my home track, I would say. Okay. We, yeah, we traveled quite a bit, though, with the quartermidge. I think at the end of the year, we went five different states, 13 different tracks. So you know the Marsh family. Yeah, yeah, Marshes, yeah. Miranda and Braden. Mm-hmm. Braden, yep. yep. Did you, uh, they got that new dirt track uh, there at the, uh, the rec center. Did you get to run on that at all? No, I was, I don't know what the last year that we would have been in court. I think 2015. Okay, yeah, that was before they yeah. got that built. Cool. Well, let's get uh, Harold on here. How big of uh, a, a part did uh, was it? Was it Harold or Bob that uh, got you into the three hundred five? Um, engine wise and like hands on race car stuff, I would say more of my grandpa Hampshire Bob. Below, you know, locally, I would say that my grandpa coming all really like kind of spread the word, got my name out and like asked people for like sponsorship. Cause I mean, that's probably one of the biggest things that you need sponsorship. Gotcha. And, um, yeah, I think that they both contributed a fair amount. Maybe we ought to hire Harold. you there, Harold. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, you had a hand in, uh, getting, uh, getting Creed's name out there. Well, a little bit. His dad is the one that really got him going, okay. you know, Chad, you know, Chad has raced, you know, a long time, and, you know, he's won a lot of good races, and everybody knew him, you know, and that's the that's the big thing. And then with Bob Hampshire, you know, the Hampshires are really known for racing, too, so. But, uh, no, he'll be he'll be really good. We just, you know, if he just gets some good sponsors and, and gets, gets going, he'll be, he'll be, he'll be one of the best around here. Speaking of uh, uh, Chad, is, is he done racing? Has he officially retired, or is he still? I don't think he's going to go into official retirement, but he's not going to do much. I don't. He well, is he, like he going to be your backup driver? Yeah, yeah. I want him to. We have two cars now. We got 
the other one back, we uh, had a, I think it's a 2017 Maxim, but yeah, we got that one back and hopefully we can uh, take that down and do some 360 racing in Florida in about a month and a half if everything goes to plan, but yeah, okay. and, 360. Yeah. Who, who, gets, who gets maybe. who gets to drive that? Hopefully me. All Go right. Some like the USCS stuff and maybe maybe just run a few shows down there. That would be a that's a hopeful plan. I don't know if that's actually happening or not, but Well that'll make the three oh five seem pretty tame. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we just wanted to get down there and, you know, get some laps like um a few of the other kids in my like age group I would like generation. Um Last year, Ryan Timms did it. Brent Cruz did it quite a bit. They just go down to, like, the smaller tracks with a lower car count and then get laps and race different people and race different tracks. And it's really good because, like, I'm starting the season. If we do go, I would already be two races in and everybody else would be, like, rusty from last year or whatever. Like, they wouldn't, they wouldn't have been in a car. So yeah, you uh you actually made your debut in the the three hundred five was that uh, September. I think so. I think okay. that sounds right. Was it at Fremont? Uh, uh no, it was at Attica. Attica it was okay. at Attica. It was an all star show at Attica. Okay. Did you get the? Did you do one at Fremont too, or have you only run Attica at this point? No, I've ran I've ran Fremont. Okay. I think I actually ran more at Fremont. I only ran two at Attica. I think. Okay. Three or four at Fremont. Three, I think. Oh, you've run that much. I didn't. Didn't realize he had run that much. Uh, Five shows, yeah. Wow, and uh, how that? I mean, how long was that in the making for for you to to get into that three hundred five ride? Um, just building the car and like actually getting everything around. We really kind of shot ourselves in the foot a little bit because I mean we'd been talking about it for the last year and a half, like before that, like oh hey, this might be the last season with the micro, yeah. But when it was late july in august i mean we didn't even have the stuff like ready to go ready to build so the actual building of the car i would say happened fairly quick but like the idea of it was has been going on the uh, engine wasn't a hold up on the program was it no no we had that about <laughs> we had that about all the way finished we did uh, have to wait a day or two because I think something got messed up and we had to wait for a part or I, I don't know. But whatever the circumstance was, it got in there in time. So it was, it was all good. With your grandpa Hampshire, were you hands-on? Did he make you do some of the uh, assembly work? Well, I, I wasn't racing if I didn't learn how to do it. So All right. Now, yeah, I love being hands-on. Now, getting into to uh, racing, obviously, uh, we mentioned with the name like Keminal, it's kind of was bound to happen. Was this something you wanted to do? Was uh, did Dad kind of get you into it? Did Grandpa kind of get you into it? How how did? Uh, I mean, because I I guess you you're playing yeah. basketball too, right? You're, yeah, you got, you yeah, got other interests. Basketball. Is this is racing your primary interest? Yeah, racing is racing yeah. comes first. It's life. So so yeah, racing is life. So your goal something to do in the winter. <laughs> so your goal is uh, what is your goal in, in racing? Where where do you see yourself uh, maybe 10, 15 years down the road? I mean, I I want to run for the world of outlaws, but you know, I feel like you have to really make all the right decisions when you're younger like me now to even give yourself a shot 10 or 15 years down the road. So yeah, I'd like to be running the outlaws though. That's my dream. Grandpa, how, what do you uh how do you feel about that? You think uh, this kid will be there? Do I think? Yes. 
He's got to win. He's got to win. He's got to. He's got to win Fremont first. If you be, if you can win Fremont, you can win anywhere. Gotcha. How'd you do it in in your uh, your five starts uh, this past year? Oh, uh, the first night out, we were. I mean, it was kind of our own faults. We obviously scrambled in two weeks, and we just. Uh, I don't know the exact problem. I think. Something happened in the engine, but we just couldn't get the RPMs to turn. It just wasn't running right. And we figured out the problem, and then um, we didn't have to pile so much gear in and stuff. But the first weekend at Attica, I didn't do horrible for my first time in it, I didn't think. But I didn't make the show or anything, but I thought I was smooth. I didn't run into anything. So <laughs> That's important. I mean, car was in one piece. but um, You kept the, the wheels down? Attica, what's that? You kept the wheels down all, all yeah. summer? Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't even run into anything. There you go. I was proud of myself. Smooth. Only made left-hand turns. But um, the second week at Attica, I think we made the show, and that was our last week there. I think around like 18th or something, 17th maybe. That was a uh, – Attica was such an adjustment for me. I don't really – I thought I would actually be way more comfortable at Attica because I usually love all the bigger, faster bank racetracks. But I don't know. I, I guess it – you know, for your first time, it was definitely a learning experience. But then uh, the third week out, we went to Fremont. I love Fremont. I love Fremont over and over again. That is – that's my favorite right now. And, uh, are there any tracks that you're, you're looking forward to in the future getting to run, or are you waiting, just focusing on what you got in front of you right now? In like a 305 or a 360 or like a 410? In, in a sprint car. Is, is there like a, a track that you really, really want to – get on besides Fremont Attica local stuff. I, I'm going to be honest. I'm completely scared to death of this place right now, but I want to be able to figure it out so bad. And it is atomic. Atomic. I want to be able to figure out how to run atomic because I feel like that place has so many different elements to it. If you can figure out how to run atomic, atomic is a mini Eldora. If you can figure out how to handle the speed of atomic, I mean, stuff probably happens slower in Knoxville than it does at atomic. You're running an 11 second lap in a bull ring. I kind of thought sure. you'd throw Knoxville out there. Knoxville? I Yeah, Knoxville is obviously one of them, but <laughs> I don't know. I, I was just trying to think like around home, like yeah. within the next few years. Okay. Very cool. Now, now your whole family is involved in racing here. Even your sister, I saw Mackenzie, is uh, the 2022 Fremont Speedway queen. Yeah, I'm, I'm proud of her for that one. Yeah, that was, that was really cool. Does, is she I supportive? She's happy to do that. She's into racing too. Is and she uh, support you and your deal? She wasn't so much into racing when she was younger, but really in the last three or four years, she's she's really come on strong into racing. Yes, yeah, she definitely supports me. Does she I have think any? This is always a always big does, big support. Does Mackenzie have any driving aspirations? When when <laughs> I was in the quarter midget, we stuck her in the quarter midget one time, and I don't even know if she got above idle. She, just, <laughs> she did not. She did not handle it well. So, so, so that's a no. No for the driving aspiration. So we're not going to see her in your three hundred five next no, year. No, I. We've joked about it. I've always said you should get in it, but uh, yeah, I've pretty much gotten shot down every time. Now, what do you think about all these uh, young guys uh, coming from California and coming out here to uh, to make a name? And now you're one of these young guys, but you're from here. Uh, you know, like Kofoid, who had that amazing win. Was that Tuesday night at the Chili oh, Bowl over Kyle yeah. Larson? Yeah, B. Larson. Did, yeah. did you see that? 
Yeah, I was watching it. I, oh. I've been so tired at school because I've stayed up watching the chili bowl all night. That has to be that has to be the greatest race that that I've seen in years. Yeah, that was that was really good. Just race. slider after slider. Yeah, they were getting dicey. I thought for a minute that they were going to wreck, and then I realized, hey, wait, these are the best guys in the world. There's no way they're wrecking. Buddy would appreciate hearing that. <laughs> yeah, they're. Oh. That is so incredible to watch. I mean, as a fan, you can't expect any more out of it. Like that was a, that was probably one of the funnest races to watch. Like it was 1130 and I was jumping and screaming in the living room. Like, and if you haven't seen that, you can uh, see that on our uh, Facebook page. Uh, I shared the, what the last four or right. five laps of that. It was pretty exciting finish there. Now, do, do you see yourself maybe uh, following in, in Buddy's uh, footsteps? I know he ran uh, the USAC Midgets. Uh, this, I mean, he runs pretty much everything, but yeah. uh, then doing uh, the, the Chili Bowl someday? Yeah, I, I think that uh, Midgets are a pretty cool route, and um, I would definitely love to run the Chili Bowl. I don't know if I would rather take Midgets over Sprint Cars, but yeah, I think it would be really cool to maybe spend a year in Midgets or run a few shows in a Midget. Well, and it seems like almost every discipline of, of motorsports has somebody at the Chili Bowl. Yeah. yeah. No doubt. Um, so what are your plans for, for next year? I know you mentioned a little bit about the 360. Are you planning to run a full season in the 305 at both Attica and Fremont? Yeah, if, uh, if anything goes uh, according to plan, I think we're going to do the uh, AFCS points. So we'll just go Fremont-Attica every weekend. And then... Um, Hopefully, I can learn how to drive a sprint car a bit better. <laughs> so maybe try for the uh, trifecta there: the uh, Fremont Championship, the Attica Championship, and the uh, AFCS. I, I don't know about that yet, but <laughs> well, I mean, you got to set <laughs> your goals trifecta, there. Rookie of the Year trifecta. Rookie of the Year, okay. Yeah. Rookie At, of the Year trifecta. Yeah. All right, we'll go with that. That might be more attainable in your. First you don't career. have too many races to uh, disqualify you from any of those. No, I don't think so because I think it's. Uh, maybe three or six at each track and i didn't run over three at each track okay okay any uh any more plans to run any uh micro sprint uh, races or anything like that or, you know, or is I that did, behind you and now then i did and then till about uh i think it was a month and a half ago maybe two months ago our car got shipped off to missouri <laughs> we sold oh. it so yeah so focusing on the, on the full-size sprint car then focusing on the full-size sprint right. car Looks like we had a question here from uh, Alicia. She wants to know if you raced against Tyler Gunn at Fremont or Attica. I have not. He has not ran any 305 stuff that I've been in. I know um, I think the only 410 guy that came down to run a 305 there at the end of the year was Zane DeVolk. I think that's about the only one. Right, who do you think is going to win the uh, Chili Bowl this year? The Chili Bowl this year? Yeah. Who's your pick? Um, I mean... Larson's obviously a top pick, but I think I'm going to go with the underdog this year. Michael Buddy Cope. All right. <laughs> there we go. 2022 championship. Okay. You heard it here first. We'll give you a free, we'll Buddy give you a big D's pizza if, if you're right. How's that? Okay, deal. <laughs> better hold your words on that. Oh, yeah. Big D's pizza is good. It is. It's very yes. good. Uh, now, uh, we, we have Harold on the phone here, too. It's we were talking to Creed this whole time. Let's, let's bring Harold uh, back here. You're a uh, 2014 Fremont Hall of Fame inductee, and you started off painting cars? Yes. Back in the 60s? Yeah, I painted cars in a, in a garage with a 
with a fuel burner. Somebody called and wants their car painted. I go do it. I painted for Jim Ford. I painted Jim Ford's car and Jim Ripley's car. And, and uh, everybody says, well, why don't you just get one? And then I, I did the uh, Century Guy's car, the Ford car that Daryl Harrison drove and Al Franks drove. I painted that one year. Uh, so then I got, we bought a car and, and then after that, then Brian and uh, Brian and Chad came along, and we had to we had to hide them in the tires, and get them in the pits every place we went because they wasn't wasn't old enough. But but they ended up going, you know. That's why I had the car. It was for the, for the kids, you know. So they they traveled, and we stayed home and worked and tried to keep it going. So you, but you, I, you know. You bought that. You, you bought your first car in 1976. Did you paint that one too? Yes. Okay. <laughs> and you've had some uh, pretty, pretty good, uh, pretty big name drivers for you: uh, Jack Hewitt, Fred Linder, Kenny Jacobs. Kenny. Oh, Kenny oh, Jacobs. Yeah. I didn't realize that. Yep. How do you? Yeah. And how, how do you? How do you? How do you? Uh, how do you uh, rate uh, Creed as far as you know? these drivers when they were younger does is he comparable to them you can see ability yeah well, i can see you know i watched him last year you know what i mean as far as for, for what little bit he raised you know and i know he got upset with himself because he wasn't winning you know and i and i heard a couple times well you know i i didn't come here to run second so you know as long as he's got that attitude you know he's going to win because that attitude is going to get him going. But thing like, yep. and and he's smooth enough at Fremont. If you win Fremont, you can go anywhere. I mean, all my drivers, we've always, you know, we won Fremont. Fred and and uh, Kenny and Millstream, we was there. You know, and you know, but uh, I I give all all the credit for my racing deal with. Uh, with Fred Linder and Chad and Brian and and you know they took care of the car and stuff and you know and, and Jack Hewitt was a was a, one of the best guys with a, with him and Kenny you know we could send the kids with them they'd go to California all over never had to worry about nothing you know I sent my daughters with them and everything but you know that's part of that's racing if if we can keep the families together where they're together you know where they can race but Creed's got a real good head on his shoulders and you know and he's 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 aggressive but he's smooth and, and that's what it's going to take to, to do what he wants to do and that's my opinion you know harold did you ever uh, climb behind the wheel no never i was in a seat i was in a seat stock at lima one night with Dean miracle that was enough for me <laughs> <laughs> That was that was enough for me and me and Miracle. That was a show by itself, you know. So who, Johnny Bieber, you know, you know, we had Johnny Bieber drive our car too, and he was really a good shoe. You know, he was good with the kids and stuff. You know, and my boys, want, uh, you know, learn a lot off of Johnny Bieber and Fred Linder and Hewitt and Nick Gwynn and you know people like that. Was you know we always had good people. Kenny was really good with the kids. You know the. Jacobs and stuff, but uh, you know, and that's what it takes. You know, it takes. You know, it's 
everybody's got to work together. You know, if there's a problem, they got to work it out. You know, but you know, this the the biggest thing right now. If you've got sponsors, you've got to give them the you know the recognition for for what they for what they're doing for you. And a lot of the drivers don't do that. You know, and I. And I think, you know, as long as Creed keeps that in his head, that, you know, whenever, whatever he does, he's got to thank the sponsors and stuff that he's got. And make sure his dad and mom and his grandpa and everybody knows, you know, what what they're doing for him. So, he'll, he'll be okay. He'll be, you know. So who's the uh, who's the owner uh, of the, the 305 that uh, Creed's driving here? That is uh, family-owned. Family. That is... <laughs> Me, my dad, my mom, my other grandpa, my Bob. So, so a lot of people have their hands involved in that, but but not, yeah. but not Harold. Not not car ownership. Not in, in the ownership way, I got gotcha. you. His job's to bring the sponsors in. Yeah. Now, do you still own, give us? Do you st- give us the stuff to get there every weekend? Do you still uh, own a, a sprint car then, Harold? No, no, no. I don't have anything left. Right. Last year we owned a car. It was 1985. Oh, okay. So it's been a few years. Uh, maybe, 86. maybe 86. Al Hager was my last driver. Okay. Okay. Who was your well, first, who was your first driver. driver? Al, this guy. That goes Another illustrious name. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Nice. Well, and then, uh, well, uh, Steve, Steve, this guy uh, drove the car that I sponsored. Uh, Alex's brother, he's a, he was a good shoe. I mean, you know, everybody that drove my cars took care of them, and uh, I mean, I never had to worry about them really crashing or anything. You know, sounds like you should you own a car it? and put uh, put Creed behind the wheel. He hasn't. He, he's only turned left and hasn't hit anything. Well, you know. <laughs> Give me time. Give me time. <laughs> you, so, know, you know, like you had said, you don't, you don't want races if you don't crash once in a while. <laughs> but, no, that's, you know, he'll be okay. I've, I've got a lot of, uh, you know, I think there's people behind him. Uh, I'm not real sure yet, but, you know, if he gets the right, right people, uh, I know Dino at, uh, Big D's pieces been been uh, you know talking to me about Creed and you know this this there's other people I think in Fremont that's going to get involved but I I don't know I can't say nothing but uh, you know he'll be he'll be there. So how how involved up, uh, how involved are you in in the pits uh, during race night with with Creed? Are are you in there at all? I don't. I go once in a while. I, right now, I, I can't walk like I used to. Okay. So I got a walker, but, you know. Uh, but at Fremont, see, me and the ferry boy at Fremont are pretty close. So when I when I go to Fremont, I can get, I can, don't get me over where Creed's at, if, you know. So you're more in the, the but, publicity end then for, with, with Creed getting the spot. I, I try to help him as much as I can, you know. Okay. Well, I'm pretty impressed, Harold, because that that list of drivers that you had with you, um, and, and for you to say that Creed is is going to be good, I I think uh, think that says a whole lot. I would put here. I'm gonna I'm gonna step out and maybe cut my tongue off when I say this. 
I would say if he keeps driving like he is and follows his dad's footsteps, he'll be as good as Fred Linder and and Jack Hewitt and Kenny Jacobs. Wow. Yeah. That's some pretty yeah. elite company. Yes. Yeah, you know, I mean, you know, Chad's been, you know, he's won a lot of races. And, I mean, he's been, he goes all, you know, he's been all over. Six champions, you know, and, you know, and he was, you know, he's won just about anything that, you know, that had four wheels on it, oh, you know. All you got to say is Hewitt. <laughs> yeah, you know, Jack Joe Forrest and, you know, and, you know, we had Bobby Allen stay at our place. And, you know, my house was, was a stamping grounds for all the races when they raced around here. Johnny Deaver, you know, we won Lima championship and Fred's won the championship for me, you know. I mean, and I put Creed with all those guys. Just He just needs a little time. That's very impressive. Wow. So there you go. Well, we appreciate uh, you guys both joining us, uh, Creed. Um, what's, uh, what, what's the next race uh, on your schedule that you have officially booked yet? Officially, I would say the first race of the year for AFCS. I'm not 100 sure what the date is on that. Okay, so Attica opens pretty early. Yeah, usually. And you'll be there? Yeah. Yeah, I would definitely love to be there. Very good. Well, our our guests uh, sometimes have a history of going on and winning their next event after being on the show. So uh, we hope you... uh, Don't let us down, kid. Yeah, no pressure. (laughs) You guys are a little bit of a good luck charm? Sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes, Sometimes. Most of the time. Our percentages are better than 50%. Okay. <laughs> so uh, good luck then. And, uh, man, it was uh, great talking to you. And, Harold, nice talking to you as well. Well, thank, thank you, you very much for having me on there. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for having me on here. Absolutely. Thank you, you guys, good luck uh, in everything uh, this uh, upcoming season, too. And we'll have to check back in with you. Yep. Thank you guys again. All right. We'll see you guys. Thank you. Yeah. Bye. There you go. Scott, Jerry, I'm telling you, Creed was as as well-spoken as any of the youngsters we've ever had on. I was very impressed. Yeah. If he if he doesn't very, make very it as a race car driver, he could go into race analyzing. He he could well, he could do it very like well. Harold's got some confidence in him yeah. there. So I mean and, and, and I he th- knows how to pick drivers. So. Uh, that's real obvious. <laughs> so again, Harold Kemenaw, grandfather to uh Father of Chad Kemenaw, who is father of Creed Kemenaw. Yeah. I'm getting too much going on there. Got yeah, the genetics going there. Three uh, generations there of uh, Kemenaws involved in racing. So, cool stuff. Uh, reminder again, and it looks like it's actually working this time. The, uh, if you hashtag 15Y in the comments. Really? Yeah, it's it's actually counted. There's, we got entries this time. Ooh. Maybe I just needed to pull the tool, the uh, contesting tool up uh, a little earlier. Hashtag 15Y for a chance to win some uh, tickets to Saturday's hangover race at Sandusky Speedway. Yeah. So you got some time. We'll do that drawing coming up here in a little bit. Uh, First, though, how about we uh, check in with Jerry there and get a little bit of a racing roundup of what's been going on this past weekend and and during this week. A little bit of action last week out west. The Wild West shootout at Beto Speedway Park on Saturday was Brandon Shepard picking up the win with Rusty Schlink coming home 13th. On Sunday, Shepard picked up the win again. On Wednesday night, Garrett Albertson won after Mike Marler and Bobby Pierce tangled on the final lap running first and second. Wild West shootout continues tomorrow through Sunday at Beto Speedway Park. And and you guys may have heard about this big race going on out uh, indoors in Tulsa, Oklahoma. 
It's called yeah. Chili Bowl or something how, like how that. How big of a race could something be indoors? Yeah. 400 entries this year. Q mains on the plate for Alphabet Soup on Saturday night's final What happens night, if they first, get to Z? Do they start going to, like, uh, Greek letters? Do- double A, maybe? <laughs> yeah, I don't okay. know. <laughs> but the Chili Bowl is underway. If you haven't been living under a rock, it's been very exciting this week. Oh. Uh, guys uh, putting on shows. We've had fights. We've had slide jobs. We've had flips. On Monday night, Tanner Carrick picked up the big win over Tyler Courtney. Those two transfer to Saturday's A-Main. On Tuesday, it was that guy we were talking about a little bit ago, Michael Buddy Kofor, friend of the show, picking up a huge win over Kyle Larson. Those two, once again, both making the transfer to Saturday night. Some big names on the outside looking in, still going to have to race through the soup, including Thomas Meserol, among others. On And then last night, it was Rico Abreu picking up his seventh preliminary night win in eight years over Kevin Thomas Jr., those two also being locked in now for Saturday night. Tonight's action getting underway, but actually should be underway now. If I'm we were mistaken. upstairs watching earlier. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, going to be interesting to see who all gets locked in. That alphabet soup going to be very, very thick Saturday, Saturday including yeah. five-time winner Sammy Swindell after being yeah. black flagged for some contact on the final lap of a C-Main last night. So, Did you see that? I did watch the video. I, I saw it, and it was... It was kind of a racing deal. I don't know. I didn't it, see it. It was, but it was. It's the last lap. It's Sammy. He knows... He had the car control. I don't think he had to hit him, but he did. He took took the spot. I mean, what do you do? It's the Chili Bowls. The last well, and the other side of it is the, the other side of it is the guy sideways in front of you. You check up, you're tenth. You know, and every yeah. spot is super important when it comes to absolutely uh, qualifiers. Such a tough, you got four hundred cars competing for twenty six spots on Saturday yep. night. And when you're a five-time champion, you're, the pressure's really got to be on you because you're expected to be there. You're expected to be in the show on Saturday Ain't night, no so. provision. A lot of, lot of storylines with the, the Chili Bowl Nationals. Yes. Uh, and this, this year especially, it's yeah. been pretty crazy this year. I'm, I'm really enjoying seeing everything that's been going down. And we, Jerry, that Buddy Colfoyd, uh kyle Larson race was probably the best short track race I've seen ever. Wow. I'll tell you what. I have fallen in love with watching the Tulsa shootout and the Chili Bowl this year. Some of the racing that goes on on that little track, it, it's just insane. It, it's, it's, don't tell any of my bosses, but better than anything I announce around here. <laughs> what? Shh. You know, <laughs> but I'm not an oak shade. So, anymore, something so that I've seen more this year than <laughs> ever are the wheelies they're doing down the straightaways. The, a huge Those amount of forward midgets. drive, and the guys aren't lifting. They're just carrying a wheelie the whole whole straight. What well, if you watch that, that again, the same whole Sammy Swindell yeah. bit, uh, going to the corner, those cars are so twitchy, so jumpy. Yep. I, I mean, the best drivers in the world have their hands full with these cars every time they're on the track at, yeah. at the Chili Bowl. Got to mention Big D's Pizza Subs, Ribs, Chicken, and more in Clyde, Ohio, 419-547-1444. Mm-hmm. Call them now. Uh, pizza will be there in time for the uh, the main event tonight in the Chili Bowl National. Not for me. Even here? 
Possibly, maybe. I don't know. Scott, you does, work that deal does, on. Can you do a DoorDash or something from that? I don't know. <laughs> Uh, you can order you online at uh, orderbigd'spizza.com, uh, and they they actually just announced a new thing the other day. Where did where did I get it? It's a uh, new the Sicilian che- salad. I saw that too. No, this was the new cheese and pepperoni, but pepperoni pizza bites served with a oh, side of marinara sauce. Yeah, so uh, uh, check that out. Also, give Ron a call. Not for pizza though, but for race no. cars, park safety equipment, whatever. If you need anything. Uh, probably too late to order stuff for the hangover race at yeah, this point. But I'm, I'm telling you, folks, if you need something for your race car, don't put it off. The The supply chain is totally messed up. Uh, parts are getting certainly not any better and ab- not what people want definitely more expensive. Yeah, if give, you, if you are need you seeing an increase on tires coming in, Ron? I, I've seen a lot of posts this week, but is it getting better tire-wise or is it just, just a – fluke thing that we're seeing an increase right now nobody's racing so nobody is pulling out of their inventory uh i'm I'm very concerned about tire availability once racing starts up we're gonna race on rims this summer uh call ron 734-856-7223 for tires or or whatever do it now do it now Uh, fight broke out on the uh, ramp. I know this never happens at the uh, Tulsa Expo uh, Center the other night during the Chili Bowl Nationals. After uh, Steven Snyder Jr., he was uh, disqualified. Apparently, he tried a couple slide jobs and failed, uh, both of them sending cars flipping uh, yeah. because he didn't clear the cars. And then uh, this happened in the the ramp area. Um which involved which, is, it, which was a driver that wasn't edge. involved in either of the two incidents. This was just another driver that I guess was just uh, pissed off about the whole deal. The, the ramp is the exit off of the yeah. racetrack yeah. into their pit area. Yeah, so this, this is what happened. And as there's our shot from Jason Ackerman. Oh. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, and it's on. Town Chili and... Bowl is on. Knock it off. Hey, let's hey, get it. Hey, hey, let's go. Oh, so yeah that didn't end up too well and then and then i kind of like this uh the uh director of operations matt ward had uh this to say about i guess he announced this at the driver's meeting about fighting we've caught up with the busiest man in the building matt ward uh matt yesterday during the driver's meeting you had an important psa for drivers can you tell me a little bit about that yeah, it's, uh, it's the same thing I say at every driver's meeting here at the Chili Bowl. I also said it at the shootout. Uh, you know, you always get the drivers that want to talk their shit, but uh, when, they, when you tell them to put their money where their mouth is, uh, they, don't, they don't really do it. So I just uh, have expressed to all the drivers that uh, if you're going to fight, do one-on-one. Uh, you can pull anywhere from uh, turns three down to turn one. So basically opening to opening and uh, settle it yourselves one-on-one, uh, kind of like hockey rules. Uh, our crew won't break it up till it gets a uh, disadvantage or on the ground. Um, you know, it adds a little excitement for the fans. I, I like that. Uh, ama- it, amazing. Kind of Earl, Earl Baltus kind of sounding. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, turn turn, 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 uh, turn three to uh, turn one. Basically between the entrances uh, yeah, of the track there. But, and, but amazingly, that's right in front of the grandstands. Why, I, well, why, that's awesome. why would he have said that? People pay a lot of money. They yes, they do. That kind of stuff. And like, I like how he made it kind of like the hockey thing. You know, yeah. They let him fight, fight until fight. one of them goes down or, you know. I love my hockey, so yeah, yeah I'm, I'm all in on that. But at the same time, it, it, it's if it's going to happen, that's a it's going to be safer. B it's going to 
keep assuming the cars have stopped. Ramp. Well, right. <laughs> and and it stops somebody from using a tire iron. Well, yeah, yeah. And there's a lot of people, jack handle. a lot of people yeah. that are on that ramp, you know, that may get caught up in, in, in the thing. Somebody that else's may stupidity. Escalate. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, that makes sense. If you're going to do it, do it right there in front of everybody. People paid to see it. Um, there you go. What was it? Uh, what was it that Earl said? You do it on the front stretch. He'll give you a hundred bucks. hundred bucks. Yeah. You, you do, do it, it in the pits, pits. You're gone. Yeah. You're going to jail. Yeah. You're out. So I don't know. You, so you guys are, you guys like that. You're all for that. I am. I, I mean, I look at it this way. I'd rather a guy who's been wrecked take a poke at a guy with his fist rather than using a race car next time around and, and possibly hurting or killing somebody. I like it. We want to know what you guys think. Call the – whoops, that's not the right right thing. That was an old thing. Let's do this one. Uh, 419-318-3081, Hammer Down Hotline. We want to know what you think uh, sometime during the week. Uh, call, let us uh, let us know your opinion on uh, fighting. Fighting is, on is the front any, stretch. Is there any room for fighting in racing? And if if so, Scott, uh, is, race, it, is race, it okay on the front stretch? Racing's a non-contact sport or, you know, supposed to. Yeah. Kind of like basketball. Okay. Basketball's right. supposed to be a non-contact sport, too, but. Um, 419-318-3081, Down Hotline. We'll play it back next week if uh, you leave a message on there for us. So, um, yeah, lots going on at Chili Bowl Nationals. Shall we move on, gentlemen? Sure. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Gary Dillon, Kyle Hammer, Max Blair, Gordy Gundaker, and uh, Tanner Eng- English have all thrown their hat in the ring to compete for the World of Outlaws Martin Building's Late Model Series Rookie of the Year this year. Ooh. Some pretty, pretty big names there. Stuart Haas uh, Racing has hired uh, Ryan Priest as uh, its reserve driver for the upcoming NASCAR season. He will be the default driver if any of the uh, Stuart Haas uh, race team uh, full-time drivers are unable to compete due to COVID-19 or you know any other unforeseen circumstances such as injury or sickness, whatever, other sickness other than COVID. Uh, Priest, well, he's kind of like the backup quarterback. Is, there is no other disease but COVID. You're right. Everything's COVID. But he's like, he's like the backup quarterback, though. The practice squad, whatever. Uh, Priest will uh, compete in uh, 12 races, two in Cup, three in the Xfinity, and seven in uh, the Truck Series. So he's got some things that are scheduled. All for and Stuart Haas? Yeah, I believe so. Uh, Eric Amarola revealed Monday that uh, this is going to be his last season. He's going to retire following uh, the upcoming uh, NASCAR Cup season. So, I, yeah. Eh, yeah, exactly. Uh, known as the Pop throughout uh, his days uh, racing sprint cars, Indiana wheelman Kevin Huntley died unexpectedly during the night on January 8th. He was 56 years old, a uh, native of Bloomington, Indiana. Huntley was best known as a wing sprint car racer, but also as a frequent competitor in non-wing sprint cars. Huntley won. Had some uh, big wins at Eldora without the wing. Right. Very, very good without the wing. He won 44 All-Star Circuit of Champions features uh, during his career, and that places him ninth on the series all-time winners list. Uh, he's also a uh, two-time All-Star champion, having won the title in 92 and 93. Uh, he tied for the championship in 93 with Frankie Kerr. Huntley also won six USAC features, including claiming uh, the 50,000 Mopar Thunder top prize at Eldora in 2004. So it seems like a lot of people are passing away. Yeah, it's scary. It's Not just racers. Very, I mean, yeah, it's, Bob Saget, Betty White. I mean, what's yeah. going on? What was it, eight days from her 100? It was a few days, but... Uh, Close, yeah. Didn't we talk about this before, that if... 
You counted the leap years she made it to 100? He added in those yeah. days in the yeah. leap years. <laughs> Thomas Cole <laughs> mentioned, and also Michael Barr, uh, basically the patriarch of the Barr family that raced stock cars at Eldora for years, passing away as well. Uh, definitely condolences to the, his family. So, I mean, yeah, like you said, it, it's been a, a real real run here lately, not in, not in a good way. Yeah. Uh, Lima Land, speaking of Lima Land, they released the 2022 race schedule. Kicks off on Saturday, May 6th with the NRA. Nice, nice hat there. The uh, NRA <laughs> Sprint Stocks and Modifieds. The Keezer Memorial is back, of course, with a full show plus the trucks. My favorite race. Uh, that's uh, the the uh, Dirt Truck Series, right? Dirt Track Truck Series. Dirt Track Truck Series will be there. Yeah, the, the Keezer Memorial is actually for the stock cars. Okay, um, but I mean, that night. But they'll yeah, be racing that night. Be, yep, they'll, they'll be on there June that night. 3rd. And also... Uh, they are on the schedule on. Uh, uh, they're they're in May as well. Um, At Lima Land, there it is. Yes, uh, May thirteenth, okay. the same weekend as the Mike Striker Memorial trucks will also be on the Dirt Track Truck Series. Will also be on hand. Have you seen any Oakshade uh, dates for the Dirt Track Truck Series by any chance? I have not. I have talked to Andy. I know he's still working on that. I do know that uh, another track we're going to be talking about here soon. Getting ready to release their schedule has some truck dates. What track definitely is that? confirmed? That that one over in Indiana, the Montpelier. Oh, Montpelier. Oh, yeah. I was thinking Waynesfield yeah. for some reason. Okay. No, Montpelier has a. I want to say five dates with the dirt track truck series scheduled. I uh, can't say any date. You know, dates is, since they have not released it just yet. But it, the the schedule is forthcoming. I have seen it. They're just waiting on a couple. Uh, things yet to be finalized. Uh, they have released the rules for the street stocks yep. and the super stocks. Yeah, I want to talk about that. Rules before them. I want to talk about that. Oh, but, that's good. But first, uh, let's finish uh, here with uh, Lima Land, some of the other big events, the All-Star Sprint Speed Week date, uh, June 17th, Championship Night, uh, July 29th, with the uh, the wards and King of the Quarter Mile happening on August 5th. That'll be the finale at Lima Land, who typically – Ends right there at the beginning of I, uh, uh, August. Anyway, I did see their schedule, and and, and again, I was disappointed not no to see models? a late model show. Oh, it's all Jerry's fault. I blame Jerry. It is. It's it's all my fault. You guys know I don't like. Yeah. Yes, I love late models. If it was up to me, though, unfortunately, it just it's not hasn't worked you. out. No, it, it is something that that we talk about every year, and and if the timing couldn't be right. I could see them coming back. It's just a matter of the powers that be and the, the timing to, to make it work. Uh, as you mentioned, the Montpelier Motor Speedway has uh, uh, announced their um, rules for the uh, super stocks and the uh, street stocks. They also announced uh, they're going to be running a full season starting April 9th uh, with the weekly classes of modified super stocks, street stocks, and hornets. Uh, racemontpillier.com is where you can uh, get those new rules. I did. I was looking through the rules just to see how how my uh, my super stock for Oakshade compared to the super stocks at uh, you know down Mont there. Pillier. And I think the only thing that would keep me from being legal is the window net, which we I could, noticed they I had. had I, they we, had that rule for both the uh, the super stocks and their uh, their street stock class. What uh, and I and that's something I meant to ask you about. Some tracks have the window net for for that class for for you know these lower classes on dirt, and some don't. What is I mean is is it a big safety enhancement to have a window net? Scott, the the biggest thing that a window net does is if the car were to roll over, it keeps, keeps your you arms inside. inside. Okay, 
Uh, See, I'm always looking out. Not always, but you know, before I go into the corner, I'm looking to my left out through that window there. I don't. Well, know it's was... like the bars in front of you, though, Scott. Yeah. When, That's right. When the yeah, green flag falls, they disappear. You're right. Um, I so, couldn't even and, tell you how many bars I have in front of me. No, because that was one of the yeah. other rules, and I forgot to go look. Was I think you have to have three bars right in no, front. I'm pretty of you. sure you have four, right. but yeah, whatever. I think my the last car that only had two. So yeah. I've been guilty of never putting my window net up during hot laps, but I always make sure I have it up for a race. But I, I, I couldn't imagine driving a race car without it now. I mean, I, I watched my dad for years without a window net. Everybody I knew raced without nets. But like Ron says, I mean, that's you start tumbling, it's just easy for an arm to come out. Or, You've done that before. You know, unfortunately, yeah, unfortunately, I have. But my <laughs> window net was up, and it kept me from... <laughs> from flailing out? Coming there. that way off. That and me holding on to the steering wheel for <laughs> dear life. Yeah. With explicatives coming out of your mouth? There may have been one or two, yes. <laughs> Maybe one or two, but, uh, you know, I was, help me, Jesus, help me. <laughs> <laughs> so how, how hard is it to uh, to actually get a, a window net installed? I mean, is that a big it, deal? It's or? not a big deal, so a and it can be done with clamp brackets uh, at the base, yeah. and obviously the top, when you trip it, it's not there, so... Yeah, it's not a big deal at all. Okay, very good then. And yeah. it, it also it keeps its stuff from coming in too. Yes, yeah. you know, God forbid, and you get you know, if you are rolling in another driver, hopefully that net's going to stop. It's not going to stop a piece car, from but... making its way in and making contact with you. So. Is it going to hit yes, you? Yes, Chris out? Mize. I know you're supposed to grab your belts. It was my rookie <laughs> season. I, I can't help it. What about getting out of a car that's that's on fire? I mean, is that uh... Is it any hindrance uh, for that? No, they're they've got quick releases. Quick releases you either trip a lever or put, some of them have a, a latch and link set up, like your seat belts, uh, or others use just a an old like a GM seat belt where you just push a button and it comes down. It unlatches and it then it just falls out of the way. So, no, the yeah. uh, the containment seats are much more of a worry. Than the uh, than the window nets as far as exiting in a hurry. Uh, the upcoming Dry Dean uh, Extreme Dirt Car Series race is scheduled for this weekend at Lakeview Motor Speedway and Cherokee Speedway have been postponed due to weather. I believe that series is supposed to get things going again and not going to happen because it's winter apparently. Um, I think there's a big storm that's supposed to be heading up the East yeah, Coast. Well, that's yeah, that's Sunday night or something. Yeah. Um, speaking of which, uh, we have the weekend weather pit stop with Ryan Weekman coming up here momentarily. Uh, officials from the uh, Motorsport, or I'm sorry, officials from the uh, National Sprint Car Hall of Fame have announced the uh, latest group of inductees that will be enshrined later this year. The inductees are USAC Triple Crown winner Tony Stewart, nine-time Little 500 winner Eric Gordon, sprint car driver Terry Gray, sprint car driver Tim Green, five-time Little 500 winner Bob Fry. Uh, sprint car mechanic Ralph Heitzelman, senior. Uh, sprint car owner Walter T. Ross, World of Outlaw car owner Dennis Ross, and uh, the voice of the World of Outlaws, NASA Energy Drink Sprint Series, Johnny Gibson, racing photographer Jack Cromer, racing journalist Robin Miller, and fabricator Walter Slim Rutherford. I, I don't understand how photographers and journalists and announcers get into Hall of Fame. Well, they have a, a media wing. For the, okay. for well, the I don't, I don't think there should thing. be the media uh, wing. Uh, if it well, wasn't for the guys, how, how could you? How could you? A lot. How could you deny Robin Miller? I'm not denying I, him. I just I, the Sprint Car Hall of Fame. I mean, Johnny, 
has been a part of every World of Outlaw event for the last 20, 23, 24 years. He started selling programs at World of Outlaw shows and has every day been to every race, has not missed any. Even last year during the King's Royal, lost his voice on the second night of the King's Royal and still announced every night that week. Fair enough. Uh, Daytona International Speedway officials have announced the 64th running of the Daytona 500 in uh, February, February 20th, actually, has sold out of reserved front stretch seating and RV parking. Do you know if uh, they have restricted attendance there and this is sold out, or did they actually, is this a real sellout? I haven't heard of anything about uh, restrictive. uh, So um, does this mean it's becoming popular again? I don't know. Let's hope. Okay. And uh, finally, talked about this at the top of the show about uh, porn star possibly coming to uh, NASCAR. Um, I know Jerry and I were <laughs> talking about this earlier this week. Uh, Australian racer uh, Renee Gracie, uh, she left motorsports in Australia to become an adult entertainer, and uh, she's considering now moving to the U.S. and restarting her racing career uh, with an eye on uh, getting into NASCAR. Ooh. How do you think NASCAR would feel about that? They're all inclusive now, right? So, oh, I mean, Scott, the thought's going through my mind. <laughs> no. I mean, there's so much. There's a lot to unpack I'm looking there. forward to the 2023 NASCAR calendar. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> maybe, maybe, wait. Does Charlie do calendars like that? I, you'd have to ask him, and I don't. Who? I mean, who are you going to hire to. to <laughs> I'm sure Tony, his wife, would have something to say about that. Okay. And I don't know if you wanted to share what you were, uh, you had mentioned, Jerry, earlier or not. Or just, we just want to sweep that under the rug. Let's just let it go, go for now. That. Sounds good. <laughs> uh, let's get to uh, the uh, how many a chance to win a Big D's pizza. Uh, once again, time running out to get in on the uh, pair of tickets, uh, courtesy of. John Young racing to the hangover race at Sandusky Speedway. General admission tickets, uh, two of them on Saturday. 15Y. Hashtag 15Y uh, in the comments to get in the drawing. It looks like the thing's working this time. We have It looks like there's at least eight entries in there now. So Ooh. It's better than the one that we kept. Maybe I just need to open this at the beginning of the show. Maybe that yeah. was what my problem was. Maybe I should have talked to uh, Doug and Chris about that. So Chris says, hmm, wondering if she would run Sandusky. Probably would uh, <laughs> probably increase the uh, crowd. There. If she saw you dancing on tables, Chris, I bet she's in. <laughs> oh, my goodness. PC NAPCAR will oh. not let it happen. It won't be NAPCAR anymore. That's for sure. Um, anyway. Uh, so last week's uh, how many was, uh, what's the number on the winning late model on Saturday's Wild West shootout opener? And uh, that was... Uh, was it Bishop that won? Yep. Number five. That was the winner. Ron was closest. He picked six. So uh, you were closest there. And our uh, listener winner was John Young, as a matter of fact. Woo-hoo. So he gets hey, John. He gets a uh, Big D's pizza. He hasn't had enough of them. Um, yeah, he picked uh, six as well. He was closest. Uh, this week's how many? We're going back to Sandusky Speedway. It, it was tough. I, I wanted to do a Chili Bowl one, wanted to do a Sandusky Speedway one, but... Uh, uh, we're doing uh, Sandusky Speedway Saturday. How many champagne stocks will be checked in for the hangover race? Now, you understand that some of the cars will be double entered, yep, right, I, Scott? That's, and that's what I'm saying. Okay. Like, for me, if I double enter, but that, 
That right. counts as one entry for champagne stock. Okay. Just the number total number checked in as champagne stock. I can't talk you into going first either, can I? Nope, you won last week, oh, so. Jeez. So. <laughs> um, you think the cold's going to keep people away? No. Nah. Okay. I'm going to go with lucky number 13. 13, okay. Jerry, you slept last week, so uh, you go next. <laughs> You're next. <laughs> I, I was recuperating. Okay. I, I'll take the hit. I'm going 17. 17. Ooh. Wow. Oh, heck, I think man. you're going to have some double entries and a few guys show up. I, I just think I think 17 is a good number. I'm going to go with mm, I'm going with 12. I want to go in the middle, but I'm, I'm going, going with the 12. under. I'm going with the under there. I'm being the pessimist. That way, if there's 12 checked in and I haven't checked in yet, then I can control the outcome. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's all, all for bragging a rights. Good reason yeah. to not enter. Yeah, so you yeah. Can win those yeah. How many? Like so, that would happen, Scott. <laughs> so if you want a chance to win uh, uh, Big D's pizza, just uh, put your guess in the uh, comments of our Facebook Live or the YouTube Live, and you can do this up until we'll say uh, Saturday at 10 a.m. So if you're listening to us on the podcast, not listening to us live, uh, you got some time. Go uh, head on over to our Facebook page. Find the uh, the broadcast will be close to the top and just hey, put your guess. I'm with comments. Chris Mines. Hope 20. I'm hoping 20. I'm hoping, I'm hoping 20 plus. Cause uh, he said, yeah. I know that they were talking about, and, and Ron mentioned this too, that uh, a lot of that they have that, uh, uh, was it the uh, spring cavalcade? Right. With the uh, UMP dirt late models on April oh, 9th right. and 10th. And some people may be using this as a test session. Like this guy right here. No, uh, I've got the board <laughs> so, on the car, Scott. Oh, do you? Yeah. All right. Well, there, I mean, some people may use it as test sessions. Some people just may sit inside and watch the uh, Chili Bowl Nationals. Felix but. ain't going to run second. But and this, and if you are planning <laughs> on watch the uh, uh, the Chili Bowl Nationals, uh, you can obviously you can bring your phone, watch it, uh, watch the all the cube mains and whatever. Uh, we'll be down way in time before they get to any of the main events uh, later in. Yeah, the you can you can be home yeah. well before. Usually we get done what four or five o'clock. So and don't, yeah. and don't forget, uh, Mav TV is broadcasting the C main, B main, A main live on Facebook Live for free. That's the Chili Bowl. The Chili Bowl now. No, we'll, we'll, over we'll race. flow be covering that yeah, too. <laughs> yeah, Mav covered that over race. <laughs> Dean, I am not. No, I uh, Chris and I, uh, I think Chris has somebody else all lined up. The only thing I'm going to be announcing, Dean, it is uh, me laughing at these guys freezing their butts off. I, I can nice, bring in a heater. It's nice and warm in the race car. And uh, for anybody and that is freezing, rain, so. anybody that's freezing their butt off, my trailer will have heat. Steve's trailer <laughs> will have heat. We'll, we'll be good. So, again, last call, hashtag 15Y for a chance uh, to win a pair of tickets to the hangover race. That's uh, here. I'll, I'll type it in the comments one more time. That means I'm going to be entered. You only have to do it once. If you already did it, you don't have to do it again. Hashtag 15Y, just like that in the comments. And this only goes for the live viewers. If you're listening to us uh, not live, then uh, you're not going to win. So, But you can still type it in. Yeah. Jerry, you can win, I suppose. Yeah. Chris won't let I'm you in anyways. So yeah. Uh, so the, yeah, big D's, the Big D's Pizza <laughs> racing menu for this weekend, it's back. Uh, we actually have a race. It's the uh, Hangover Race in Dusky Speedway uh, featuring the Moonshine Stocks, Whiskey Stocks, Champagne Stocks. Pits open at 10 a.m. Main gate at noon and racing at two. I guess they had put out something that has had the old times on it. Yeah. 
So they're kind of just be there in that time range that things are going to happen. But uh, 10 a.m., I don't think racing will start before 2. If you yep. get there between 1 and 2, you should be good. Yep. For, for the racing. 2 o'clock in the afternoon, right in the heat of the day. It's going to be warm. Uh, $10 <laughs> general admission for that, so a good good. it'll be a good fun time. Spend $10 and, and watch the race. And uh, we have Ryan Weekman to tell you how uh, – or what's hot it's going to be. Yeah, how hot it's going to be for uh, for Saturday. This is your weekend weather pit stop. Here is your weekend weather pit stop forecast. I'm WTOL 11 meteorologist Ryan Weekman. Good to be back in January. I didn't think I'd see you until spring again. Hey, the forecast for Saturday out at Sandusky looks good, but it will be cold. Look for temperatures to be in the upper teens or low 20s, a wind chill with a breeze off the lake. Probably going to be in the upper single digits or the teens, so a cold one, as you'd expect, right against the lake there in Sandusky on a January day. Otherwise, dry conditions. Could see some snow by late Sunday, but most likely going to be dry for most of the weekends. I'm WTOL 11 meteorologist Ryan Weekman. Don't forget to download that WTOL 11 weather app to get the very latest on our forecast. Here he goes. Over there. Yeah. So there you go. It's yep, going to be a little chilly. Dress warm. That's It'll be it. fine. It'll be all good. Put, plot, put lots of clothes on and... Oh, and you can get some free food, too. If you hit the flagman with a yeah. snowball. So uh, before we wrap things up here, how about we give away the uh, pair of tickets, uh, courtesy of John Young Racing, uh, for the racing at 2, Chris Mice says. So, yeah, racing won't start before 2. Um, let's see. Look at that. We got 15 entries with the 15 Woo-hoo. Y. Huh. Well, how two of those <laughs> were you. Uh, well, I, I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> Uh, can you explain the booze names for the classes? What is a whiskey stock? Uh, sure, we can do that. And you can also go to uh, SanduskySpeedway.com. They have the rules on there. The whiskey stocks are uh, basically, I believe they're six-cylinder, too. Four and six-cylinder. Yep. Front-wheel front front drive. drive. Front-wheel drive. And then uh, the moonshine class is kind of the intermediary class, uh, mostly kind of stock cars. Yeah, uh, yeah. Like, two a do- barrel. like a Dominator super stock, Eldora, Lima. Yeah. Fremont trucks, two barrel carburetor. You can have a two by four foot wing or sideboard, sideboard I should yeah. say. Um, and then the champagne stocks are uh, pretty much uh, run, run what you brung. Yeah, see some crazy thing. You'll see Ron's old car there, from what I, I'm hearing, but not driven by a, a Ron. No, no, but but my you car, sold it. My other car will be there. Well, your normal car. Yeah, uh, with a board. Chrome tab. Here we go. Okay, we're gonna draw for the those tickets now. Put this up here. So here we go. Chris said absolutely no wing on the uh, no wings on the uh, moonshine. I meant a board, a yeah, wall, right thing. Uh, here we go. Super stacks, not bombers. Super stacks. Here right. is uh, who's gonna win. Draw. It's gonna be the hammer down racing report. Come on. <laughs> Come on, Hammer Down Racing. Why is John Young entered in it? <laughs> yes. No, Jerry won. <laughs> Congratulations, Jerry. Does that mean I have to go now? Yes, yeah. sir. You had to go before. <laughs> no, no, I'm not announcing. I was staying home. Do, do we need to redraw? Or are you actually going to no, use it? I'll, I'll go. I'm going. Yeah, very good. You're going to use those pair of tickets? No. Give them away to somebody else, but right. I will be there. Okay. 
We'll we'll do this again. <laughs> we'll draw again. Here we go. Well, good. We're glad. The, the, the entire hammer down razor report crew will be there. <laughs> if Chris Mize Chris Mize almost won, yeah. Joshua Shadauer, congratulations. You are the uh, winner now for uh, a pair of tickets to the Hangover Race. Very good. And uh, if you don't uh, know uh, John Young, I think you might. I think they do. Yeah. Contact him, figure out how you can get his tickets. If not, I'll get you in contact with him. Um, Steve Miller says he's going to have lots of T-shirts uh for sale. I'm the, the Lightning McSteve shirt. He said, I'm ready. I will also have t-shirts, lots of kid sizes. I was wondering if that means he was going to be wearing a lot of kid sizes t-shirts. No, no, no. <laughs> so, so, Ron, I got to know. I, I've, I've been seeing posts from Steve. He's been really excited about this. Is Are you going to get your butt whooped Saturday? No. No. I'm, I'm just saying, he, he seems like he's really on it this year. Does he got something for you? Jerry, he's always very aggressive. He'll be out of tires halfway through. <laughs> we'll see about that. So we'll see. Well, I'll be out there at Sandusky Speedway then uh, Saturday afternoon. Come out and say hi. Maybe we'll make Jerry do a uh, special live uh, edition of the Hammerdown Racing Report. Yeah. There, Dave Gumby for the win. I'm with Ron Paul. Who said that? Is Gumby racing? <laughs> I yes. don't know. Oh yeah, he's oh, in Mark. <laughs> he's in Mark Kackenmeister's. Oh, that's right. You did say that. Okay. Well, thanks to uh, Creed Kemenal, uh Harold Kemenal coming on, uh, our, being our guest earlier tonight. Also, uh, thanks to our associate producer Dave Kemmer, who's trying to talk me into getting a Flow uh, racing subscription. I came this close to getting it last night. I was like, if I get that, I'm not going to do anything except watch racing. I'll become useless. <laughs> I will do nothing. You'll be you'll become Dave Kemmer. You will be and, sitting uh, in yes, front of screens. In seven different screens. Yeah, because I wanted to watch uh, the Chili Bowl. I, I'm just coming over to Ron's. That's all I'll do. Uh, thanks to uh, Matt Swander, John Young, Doug Doc. Thanks uh, again to uh, John for uh, hooking uh, us up with the giveaway Thank for you, the tickets. Yep. And uh, yeah, next week we'll have uh, possibly the Hangover winner. Hangover race winner. I don't know who yeah. that's going to be yet. Because we haven't had that yet, but right. we'll find out. And then maybe two weeks, uh, uh, looking to getting. Uh, well, I'm not even going to say anything. I don't want to set any, set any expectations. But again, very impressed with Creed Kamenaugh. Yeah. Yes. And uh, very well spoken young man. Looking looking forward to seeing him in Victory Lane soon. Listening to him in Victory Lane. There you go. Yes. Talking to him. Yeah. There you go. Uh, don't forget, <laughs> we want to know your opinion on uh, fighting in racing. Give us a call. Leave us a message on the Hammerdown Hotline, 419-318-3081. Do Grab that. your pen and write it down. Yeah, once again, 419-318-3081. Call and leave us a message uh, anytime between now and uh, an hour before next week's show. Yeah, we want to know what you think. Yeah, we want to know your opinion. you think uh, the policy they have there at the Chili Bowl is a good one? No fighting anywhere except for if you fight anywhere else, you get kicked out. In front out. of the grandstands. If you do it in front of the grandstands, we'll let you get it. be like a hockey fight. So someone goes down, we're not going to break it up. I like it. I'm for it. That's Pulling just my the jersey. <laughs> there you go. Gloves are <laughs> off. <laughs> we'll see you next week, uh, next uh, Thursday night. And uh, if, we, if you're uh, out at Sandusky, we'll see you there. Oh, yeah. Please be at Sandusky. Yeah, just dress warm. It'll be fun. It'll be a good time. Yeah, it'll be a good is. time. Don't miss Bring out. snowballs. Bring your show. Bring if snowballs. If you're yes. over in the Cleveland side, yeah. If you're over 
by Cleveland, or maybe if you're not, you maybe want to swing over by Cleveland because I think they may have gotten some lake effect snow. Uh, make some snowballs, put them in a cooler, bring them with you on Saturday. It'll be cold enough. They're not going to I'd rather go. you didn't, but okay. I've been in the stands. I've seen them. They, like, load them up. They, like, put them in the, on the stands on the bleachers. It's, like, all in a row so that as soon as that yellow flag comes out, they just stand up, grab them, they're, they're throw. It's like, it's like uh my My granddaughter has an amazing arm. Um, I, I hope she's, if, if she's got snowballs, heading for that 911 car. <laughs> yeah, if you haven't been to uh, Hangover Race before, definitely uh, come on out, check it out. It's fun. Um, more fun when it's snowing, but. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right, we'll see no, you guys. No fun when it's raining. Support your local track, support our sponsors, and see you guys. we'll see you next Thursday. You have been listening to the Hammerdown Racing Report, available on demand on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcasting platform. Hit Pass Moto, sponsored by Moto America, is the show that keeps you up to speed on the latest in motorcycling and brings the biggest names in motorcycle racing right to you. From candid interviews with the top names in racing, to providing insights into the trends and trendsetters driving the motorcycle industry, we have you covered. New episodes are available every Thursday at pitpassmoto.com and on your favorite podcast app. Ride on!